Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's 6.30 in the morning London time on Tuesday the 6th of June. The narrative this year has been that after a couple of years of using savings to offset falling real wages, consumers would find that the effects of weak pay bargaining power would catch up with them and spending would slow. This is exactly what's happening. In the United Kingdom, the survey-based British retail consortium Like for Like Retail Sales and the hard data of the Barclay Card credit card statistics both signal a decline in sales volumes. UK food sale values from the British Retail Consortium were reported strong, but that's because profit margin expansion is a relative price story and food prices are rising relative to other prices in the economy. The real volume of sales overall is down. The pattern of spending is also shifting. Essentially, consumers are forced to spend less in other areas to accommodate the higher prices that they have to pay for food, making the profit-led inflation actually represent a transfer of profits from one part of the economy to another. Meanwhile, Japanese real wage growth continues to fall and indeed was falling faster in April than it was in March, although the March data was revised to a smaller decline than had been initially estimated. That translates into falling real household spending. Euro area retail sales data for April is also expected to remain negative in real terms. However, while this blizzard of minus signs in front of data can get a little dispiriting, it's worth remembering that last year's consumer spending boom was never likely to be continued. Base effects therefore mean that some kind of real slowdown had to be expected over the course of this year. The fall in real incomes also implies more of a hit to consumer spending than is actually taking place, suggesting that there is still some consumer resilience out there. German factory orders data for April is expected to pick up this month, but remain negative on the year. It's worth looking at in the context of a number of signals of slowing global goods production, and that of course reflects the general consumer moderation alongside the switch back in favour of spending on services. Finally, amid all the cyclical noise and consumer behaviour stories, it is also worth stepping back to consider the bigger structural changes of the fourth industrial revolution that are taking place in the background. A report by the property company Knight Frank suggests that half the world's large companies intend to cut office space over the next three years. This is perhaps a, well, duh moment. We know the UK has 44% of the working population working from home in a hybrid or permanent way, for instance. From an economic point of view, there will be lamentations about the short-term disruption. Structural change will always bring with it short-term disruption. From the longer-term perspective, this means that economies will be making more efficient use of their existing capital stock, land and so on. It raises some really important questions. Efficiency does not add to GDP, whatever it does to benefit living standards. Real estate investment starts to change. Therefore, countries that are more inclined to embrace the future and adopt flexible working are more likely to be efficient, more likely to raise living standards, but simultaneously more likely to have less investment or potentially less investment and slower GDP growth. 
But this all just highlights how bad GDP is at measuring economic well-being. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.